guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So this week in the Come Follow Me, we've got chapter 14, 15, and 16 of 1 Corinthians, and I love these chapters. This last week, you remember, we did chapters 8 through 13, and I was kind of bummed because I really think chapter 14 goes with last week. Let me show you this. I kind of ended this last week with this statement right here, and I think it's a great statement to help us understand where to go with today's episode. Just a little helpful background, and I shared this last week. So one thing to remember is that when the Bible was originally written, it was not divided into chapters and verses. These were added in by translators later to be able to make it easier for us to find key passages. So when Paul wrote the letter to the Corinthians, he was not purposely dividing these chapters from each other. It was written as one complete thought. So if you look at the context, you can see that the topic of chapter 12, chapter 13, and chapter 14, Paul was telling the Corinthians that he wanted them to stop acting as if one person or their spiritual gift, like we talked about yesterday, was more important than another, or that the people who had certain gifts were somehow more significant than the others because of their degraded morality. And we talked about that at the start of last week, all the stuff that they've been going through. He wanted the focus to stop being on selfish gratification and start being about edifying the entire church body. Now you remember with chapter 12, the chapter heading said, the Holy Ghost reveals that Jesus is the Christ. Keep that in mind because it goes well with today. Spiritual gifts are present among the saints. We talked about that. Apostles, prophets, and miracles are found in the true church. Church. You go to chapter 13 where it talks about Paul discusses the high status of charity. What a wonderful chapter that was. Charity, pure love, excels and exceeds almost all else. Then you get over to chapter 14. You look at the chapter heading. People should desire spiritual gifts. So there's your chapter 12 again. Tongues and prophecy are compared. You're going to see that all through this chapter. Prophecy is the greater gift. Paul says, you all may prophesy, covet to prophesy. Now, if you were to go to verse number one, I think it embodies chapter 12, chapter 13, and chapter 14. Follow after charity. So there's your chapter 13. Desire spiritual gifts, which is chapter 12, but rather that ye may prophesy. Now, what's cool about that, you go to the Come Follow Me, and there's a great statement about this. It says, I can seek the gift of prophecy. What is the gift of prophecy? Is it the ability to predict the future? Is it just for prophets? Or can anyone receive this gift? Ponder these questions as you study 1 Corinthians 14, particularly verses 3, 31, 39, and 40. We're going to look at those in a moment. You could also read Revelation 19, verse 10, which I think is a great addition to this chapter. And then prophecy or prophesy in the guide to the scripture. Based on what you learn, how would you define the gift of prophecy? What might Paul have meant when he invited the Corinthians to covet to prophesy? How can you accept this invitation? Well, one of the things I've done, again, it says Revelation chapter 19, verse 10 there. So I've connected that here. You go to Revelation 19, verse 10, and it says at the very end of this verse, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So if you were to take the word prophesy or any variation of it in chapter 14 and replace it with testify of Jesus Christ, it fits so nicely. You look at verse number three, but he that 
testifieth of Jesus Christ, or prophesieth, speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and to comfort. That's why we testify of Jesus Christ. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself. All through this chapter, Paul talks about people talking in different tongues and languages. And sometimes people back in the day, even early in church history, people would get up and speak in tongues and people would be like, gosh, that guy's spiritual. When the reality of it is, you kind of had no idea what was going on. The gift of tongues is a real thing. The gift of interpretation of tongues is a real thing, but only if it is to the edifying of the church. For example, again, that verse number four, but he that prophesieth or testifies of Jesus Christ edifieth the whole church. You go down to verse number 31, the come follow me talked about this. For ye may all testify of Jesus Christ one by one, that all may learn and all may be comforted, which is one of the reasons why we have our testimony meetings. You know, every fast Sunday, we give everybody opportunities to testify one by one about Jesus Christ. That's why it's so important that you focus your testimony on Jesus Christ. You go down to verse number 39, like it suggested, wherefore, brethren, covet to prophesy or covet to testify of Jesus Christ and forbid not to speak with tongues. Let all things be done decently and in order. Make sure everybody gets an opportunity to testify of Jesus Christ and make sure you're doing it in an orderly way. I love verse number 10. I mean, I love it, but it's also, it's scary because it really embodies our world. There are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world and none of them is without signification. Now, that certainly can apply to the languages back then, but there's a lot of voices today that are just out there. All you gotta do is just pull up your social media feed and you see voice after voice after voice. You will see persuading voice. You will see intriguing voices. You will see loud voices. And all of them are not without signification or meaning they have meaning to them if you want to place meaning there. That is why it's so important that you and I testify of Jesus Christ and really covet to do that, like Paul said. So one of the things I like to do with my students every semester right after a general conference has happened, I will always take and I will copy all of the text of the general conference. Every just, it's easy. You can just go in, cut and paste, put it into a document, and then you can put it out there into one of these word cloud generators. There's so many of those out there where what it does is the words that are mentioned more often than others are going to be bigger and more prominent in the actual pictures themselves. And one of my students put this together and I thought this was so cool. As you can see, here's a heart and right there in the middle, you've got Jesus and Jesus Christ was the most often mentioned thing in general conference. And it always is. I do this every single conference and you can see it every single time. One of the things that I was reminded about as I was going through this was Sister Bonnie Corden. Okay, Sister Bonnie Corden just released as our general young women's president. And you remember her talk, which was called Never Give Up an Opportunity to Testify of Christ. And you remember how her father on his deathbed, as he was talking to her, said, Bonnie, never give up an opportunity to testify of Jesus Christ. That's the same counsel from Paul to covet, to testify and to prophesy. And so I would offer you the same challenge when the opportunity presents itself. It doesn't even have to be in a sacrament meeting or in a testimony meeting. It can be just through social media. It can be with a family member. It can be whatever you want, but never give up an opportunity to testify of Jesus Christ. Now, kind of tying this together, one of the verses I've connected to chapter 14, especially with that idea of prophesying of Christ and testifying of Christ, I've connected it back to 2 Nephi chapter 25, verse 26. Might be one of my favorite verses in the Book of Mormon. We talk of Christ. We rejoice in Christ. We preach of Christ. We prophesy of Christ. 
Christ, which again is what chapter 14 talks about. And we write according to our prophecies. And why do we do this? That our children may know to what source they may look for a remission of their sins. And so I love that idea of just making sure that you take the time to prophesy or testify of Jesus Christ. And as you do that, it will be to the entire edification of the whole church, including your own family. So take opportunities to be able to do that. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.